I'm your host, Mark, joined by co-host Jeff. Yeah, baby, it's the end of musical month, and I can say we've had quite the ride. Quite the ride, indeed. We've had the highest of highs. We had stage fright. Then we had, what what was after that? Tick, tick, boom, great film. And then we had Little Shop of Horrors, a movie we both recommend. And now it's week five, and it's time to review Chicago. Before we get into that, we got some some monthly music to plug. Oh, it's the last week of the floozies, and I'm sad to see them it go. Is, it is the last week of the floozies. Uh, with their, their hit song, Find This Love, you can find this love wherever you find your music at. Uh, trust me, you'll want to give them uh, a like, a follow, a subscribe. Catch all of their socials in the in the show notes, we appreciate them letting us use their music on the pod. Jeff? Yeah, Mark? What did we watch this week? We watched Chicago. Oh, bless me. Bless me. Bless oh, you. Gosh. Bless, uh, bless you indeed. This movie came out in 2002. It stars Renee Zellweger, uh, John C. Riley, Richard Gere, a gerbil, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Queen Latifah, <laughs> the fuck Lucy Liu. You don't remember from last week? Whatever. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, it's rated PG-13. It's a musical, and it has a runtime of forever. <sighs> I didn't feel like it was. We that watched long when longer I watched it. movies, but boy howdy! I don't know if you can tell by my tone, Mark. Hold on, hold, hold, wait, wait, just one minute. I'm ready. I'm trying to get the IMDb synopsis pulled up right here. Oh, don't, right. don't. IMDb synopsis. Okay. Two death row murderesses. That's a that's a that's a word apparently. Yeah, murderesses. They both murdered dresses. I don't know. Uh, develop a fierce rivalry while competing for publicity, celebrity, and a sleazy lawyer's attention. Yeah, this movie is directed by Rob Marshall. Yep, and stars all the people you just mentioned. Yep. Who's your yeah. favorite character in this movie? You know, I who Mark? Wait. Who is the person that you related to? Who you found? Uh, I, no, I didn't relate to anybody. That's to right. <laughs> but like, let me let me let me tell you that um, as a, as a as a as a young strapping lad, Catherine Zeta Jones oh, did it for me, dude. No doubt. But even in this movie, yes, absolutely. However, Mask of Zorro, bud, Mask yeah. of Zorro, just. Oh. 10 out of 10. I I don't I yeah. And in this and she honestly She might be my favorite. She she's good in this movie compared to yeah. those yeah. around her. Uh, I, okay, my favorite performances are Queen Latifah. Uh Queen Latifah's good. And yeah. Zeta Jones. Right. I think Richard Gere does an okay Richard job. Richard Gere did. Richard Richard Gere was pretty good. There's I like there's a tap dancing scene that I really liked. Um None of the song. Listen, this is, I. None of the songs did it for me, man. I can't think. Of, so you did not enjoy this film? Oh, not at all, in oh, any way. Really? Yeah, I, I, and I went into it thinking this is a classic. I remember. That's interesting. Now, when I was a kid and a teenager, I didn't like music musicals, right? I just, you know, kids didn't really like musicals that much, or at least me. And my dad. Of course, this is I was 22 when this came out, but my dad, I remember him loving Chicago. He had it on DVD. He's seen it a bunch of times and it kind of had and and plus with all the um, 
accolades, and I think it won a bunch of Oscars. It kind of had it did this win a bunch of Oscars. Legendary place in my mind. Like I know that movie's good. I just don't like musicals. And then when I started liking musicals, I was like, um, still not going to watch it. And now that I have watched it, I wish I could put it back in the box. This is What did you not enjoy about this film? Uh, none of the characters are good. And I don't mean that as that they're not developed or anything like that. They're just no none of them I can root for. I hate all of them. Right. Yeah. The only person who is at all good would be John C. Riley's character who gets shit on the whole movie. The whole movie they shit on. And he's barely in the movie. That's and the thing. Renee Zellweger is the lead and she kills a man not in self-defense. Now, he's not a great guy either, right? I, he pushes her some and but he's leaving the room and he, and she shoots him. So she, and you know, it was in a fit of rage. I can get by that, right? That's something yeah. that is just in a fit. You know, but she goes to she's so horrible to her husband who after the shooting, he tries to take the blame for her because she says he was an intruder and you have a better chance of getting off than I do. And so he tries to take the blame until he finds out that they were lovers, this intruder and her. And so she goes to jail and everything she does, she takes no consideration for this man at all. And then, of course, we'll get to the opening and all that. But then there's Catherine Zeta Jones's character who... It's not a good person either. She fi- Her storyline is she found her uh, sister and her boyfriend, her husband, uh, mid-coitus, and she killed them both. And and again, I can get by that, right? Like if that, who, came up with the word, who came up with the word coitus? Do I don't know. Heck, no, I'm not going to ask. That's um, an interesting word. It isn't it? It's good, though. Um, it's like a what? Coitus? Coitus. Uh, I'll show you it later. Um, All right. That's weird. Zeta Jones <laughs> is, uh, again, not a good person. But again, the murder I can get by, by. Like if it's a fit of anger or rage and maybe there's remorse or some sort of humanity behind the characters. And then there's Richard Gere, who is a slimy attorney. And as they said, that's the synopsis talking. And actually, I would say of the three... He's the most likable, not because he's a better person, but because he oozes this charisma Mm -hmm. on screen where he's that bad guy that you kind of root for. Right. But again, he's not good. He's I'm not rooting for him. But when he's on screen, he's at least entertaining. Then you have uh, uh, Queen Latifah's character, who's like a warden and she pretty much she's a corrupt warden. And everything she does is for money it's motivated by money and again the only person in this movie is john c Riley, who is renee zellweger's husband who tries his best he goes he's a poor man and to get the retainer to have richard gear the attorney support or you know represents renee zellweger in an upcoming murder trial is to pay him five thousand dollars and he works as hard as he can to raise three thousand dollars and she doesn't care. And I, that was all my, she wants is her. She wants to be the spotlight. That's yeah. All she, she they, everybody wants celebrity except for John C. Riley. He just wants his wife. Right. And so that's a big part of what I hate. All of that probably could have been forgiven if the music was more memorable. Now, I don't I want I don't want to say it's the movie's fault specifically because they definitely wanted to have a jazz inspired soundtrack, right? And uh very much the music is of the era that they are portrayed in. But n- the songs are not good. There's this one where John C. Riley talks about being cellophane. It's garbage. There are a couple songs that I, I like the sets. I like the song where all the different 
uh, women in the jail are describing why they're there. I thought that was entertaining. Um, boy, but that's about it, man. I hated the all that jazz song that started the the, the show. Oh, it's it's interesting that you you didn't like this movie that much. That's I think it's I was not I was not prepared. I was not prepared for that. I think it's worse of the five we watched this month. I was not prepared for this sentiment at all. Uh, you have you have shocked, and uh, I am in awe. Uh, You're welcome. of your of your inability decision. to enjoy this film. Yeah, I'd, it wasn't I, a decision. I wanted to like it. I don't ever put a movie on being like I'm gonna hate it. Well, I do put it on sometimes, but not wanting to hate it. I might expect to hate it, but I wasn't even doing that. I so was ready to I, be swept away. Because in Tick, Tick, Boom, in uh, uh, Late Greatest Showman, and The Little Shop of Horrors, I'm leaving out stage right. But when the musical numbers come on, they kind of pull you into the film because they're good and catchy and you like the music and the performers are killing it. And I, it's not a lack of effort. I just felt like I, the tone didn't do it for me and the music wasn't good and the character well, sucked. I mean, this is a this is a stage performance uh, adapted for the screen. As and was Tick Tick Boom, so that's not an excuse. No, but like and Tick, Little Tick, Shop Boom was a more inti- intimate tale, and 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 uh, Little Shop of Horrors was a movie based on a play, based on a regardless movie. It was based, based on, on the play. adaptation of yeah, a musical. True. So uh, I, I I don't think I that's think... a good excuse for being bad now i know that from what we're talking about it sounds like you didn't dislike the film at all which is I, fine I, no no i i didn't dislike i didn't think it was the best we watched but um you know i i found the music entertaining i found the sets for the uh yeah the 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 visually the musical I, numbers yeah i think visually it is a good looking movie it, i mean it's i i would imagine like so you know, we started off the month with Greatest Showman. Yeah. And the, it's not the music be is fantastic. It's just not. Right. It's I don't know the music fan- What are we doing? The the no, it's 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 not. I mean it's right. It's it's the music fantastic, the set perform in uh, the set uh design is fantastic and the performance is fantastic. Anyway, the the sets here reminded me somewhat of the greatest showman. It's just cause they were Ooh. so extravagant. Yeah, but, and, but they, they were also so grounded right what what i liked about the greatest showman is i felt like there was an element of fantasy um sure to the sets and everything everything was just a little exaggerated and while things are exaggerated here i do feel like these performances are performed in the same way they would be if they were on a stage in a weird way though it like so like the story part of it takes place in a very grounded situation and then when they go into the musical numbers, it transforms into this big stage production. And then it hard cuts back to being grounded. There's specifically a number where Catherine Zeta-Jones is trying to get Renee Zellweger on her side. And it goes to this big, spectacular number and then comes back. I, uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I get where you're coming from. I, I just... I. Like I, I didn't enjoy the opening of the movie. The you know the opening scene, well not, maybe not the opening scene, but uh, where Zeller's character shoots the man, and then you know it ends up getting uh, John C. Riley uh, takes the the blame, and and I just thought that was like. I was like, that's not really well done or well thought out, but okay, I, I I guess I can get behind it. And oh, before before we we go any further, I should mention that this movie was nominated for seven Academy Awards, um, and John C. Riley was one of them. And I was like, what? And I right, love why? listen. Okay, <laughs> of the people in this film, Richard Gere is not one of them. That's ridiculous. No, it's fine. I'm fine no, with that. No, it's not fine. Richard Gere is um, he is probably the 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 best part of this movie. Uh, sure. The best part of the worst like hey, I ordered a pizza and one of the ingredients just wasn't as nasty. 
it's still a nasty pizza. Now, <laughs> what kind of pizza okay, was it? I don't know. I'm not. It's a shit pizza. Okay, it's oh. got gerbils and okay. So oh, gerbil pizza. Okay. Now, let's talk. I lost my train of thought. Okay, right. John C. Riley, right? And you're yeah. like, he was nominated for an Oscar, and yeah. I and I'm a John C. Riley fan. Yeah, so am I. I love him, and yet. This is not an Oscar-worthy performance. No. Go watch his cellophane number. It's, I don't mind that he wasn't on screen. If he's barely on screen and he... De- okay. Um, Anne Hathaway in Les Mis. She's barely in that movie. But she makes the most of her screen time and, beca- and turns in an extremely memorable performance. He had enough time to be memorable. Yeah. And again, I'm not blaming him, but one, he's not that strong of a singer, but it just, like, I didn't care. I just didn't care because I didn't, I wasn't rooting for anyone. And when you're not pulling for anyone, why are you watching the movie? Well, who am I invested in? I didn't care if uh, Renee Zellweger got out of prison. I didn't care. I mean, you know, there was a t- there was a time where Renee Zellweger was like a list, a plus plus right. list. Actress, and there are movies you know? of hers I like. Uh, I there's a romantic comedy called Down with Love with her and you and McGregor. I really like that movie. I think it's extremely funny. Uh, Bridget Jones Diary. I've seen it. it's pretty good. But uh, Cold me, Mountain. That's another good one. Me myself and Irene. I have not seen Cold Mountain. Oh, you can uh, watch that Cold Mountain. Yeah. Uh, me, myself, and Irene, you know. I, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but so I don't have a problem with her, but her character is so unlikable. And, like, there's a point where after all the fighting that John C. Riley has done to get his wife out of jail, when she gets, what's the term? Acquitted, right? All she yes. cares about is getting famous still, and he gets left in the lurch. I don't care about her and she's our lead. I don't know why I'm watching the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? That's that is the biggest problem here. If the music were better that pulled me along, well, at least the next number will be good. Right. And they weren't. They were fine. They're just jazz numbers. And it doesn't and call that personal taste. But they didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I think my my favorite musical number was the uh, where Richard Gere is like the uh, the ven- ventriloquist. Uh, that wasn't uh, bad. Yeah, no, I I just thought that it was it was it was unique. It it uh, like the backdrop of all the other uh, like background mm-hmm. dancers and singers. I I just I felt like that was it it was unique for for screen, um, but like. I agree that the. I think maybe they. I think maybe this movie focused too much on representing the musical numbers as a stage performance, rather than musical numbers for for a film. Yeah. And and like so you get like this this dynamic of oh hey I'm watching a I'm watching a stage performance on screen like and I, like I don't. Yeah, and they're always on stage, right? Like when it cuts to the songs, they're on stage, right? They're not even like in our previous movies where they just bust out in song, right? Well, they do, but then it teleports you on stage. Now, my favorite number is actually not a singing number. It was the tap dancing because I like the story it told where they're in a courtroom and... Richard Gere is the skilled attorney and he's going to tap dance his way around this damning evidence that's been presented. And he's going to, you know, show his skill and just, it was this great poetry of interlaced between scenes of him tap dancing and scenes of him performing as an attorney. And that correlation I thought was really strong. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I think Richard Gere holds this movie together really well. Uh, his 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 performance in the speaking lines is is very subdued, but also meaningful. And like he has multiple 
uh, musical numbers that also impact the film. Uh, and so, like, I'm watching, and, you know, in, in pretty much every musical we watch, it's how does how does the story told between musical numbers and and do the musical numbers actually you know correlate to the story being told and here i felt like the musical numbers are telling a lot of the story in the film it's just that the the performances in my opinion weren't really that great so i'm like kind of like okay you know let's get through this musical number and we get on to the next one but there was nothing and, to look forward to, right? So it, it would go either you're going to get a good portion of character building that you don't care about, or it makes you like them even less, or you're going to go to a musical number, at least for me, that didn't it perk up. Whatever part of your brain that wakes up when you hear a good song never woke up while I was watching this movie. Yeah. And I, I think that's, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, um, you know, this film came out in 2002, so, you know, right at the turn of the century, I, Renee Zellweger, as far as I, I know, hadn't done any, anything stage performance-wise, or Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, Tay Diggs is probably the only, I love like, Tay Diggs. Yeah, I mean, he was, but he's a bit part in this it's movie. Barely um, in the movie, but every time right. I'm like, stay a while, Tay, because I like <laughs> right. him. He's charismatic, and even in his small little role, he's still more captivating than who we're supposed to be watching. Right, and I was I was surprised that he, he, he didn't get that much screen time uh, because he is such a seasoned... Uh, stage performer. What's your favorite and, Tay Diggs role? Oh God, I um, have mine in mind already, and it's what is what is the movie uh, where he plays uh, the best man? Is that Stella um, got her groove back? It might be. It might be. I think uh, he's in that. I can't remember. No, I, I'm pretty sure he he stars in that. <laughs> so mine is he plays the character Bloodbath in Malibu's Most Wanted. You ever seen that? I have, but I don't remember him. Anymore. Yeah, he's awesome. Anyway, it's not Tay <laughs> How Diggs. How Stella got her groove back. He plays the, the role of Winston Shakespeare. In, in Stella? Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, and Stella got her yeah. groove back. I, I'm thinking of the best man, uh, okay. the movie, him him and Terrence Howard in it. But anyways, uh, Tay Diggs is, is awesome. He's in that movie where he's the best man? No idea what it's called. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie where uh, Leo DiCaprio is an aviator? Ah, man. Mm. Listen, sometimes, you know, my, my brain just functions on a, a wavelength that, you know, I can only... That's can a bad get... movie. You ever seen that? I hate that movie. Wavelength? No. What? Frequency. Aviator. Huh? No. Oh, Aviator. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen Aviator. Boring. It's not a terrible it's not terrible. It's boring. I mean, it is. It is boring. But which is the worst thing a movie can be? That is correct. But if you put boring and pretentious together, you get the clouds of Sils Maria, which is the worst Ooh. film ever made. Um, <laughs> I guess we need to talk about this movie. All right, so let's talk about Queen Latifah, who I did enjoy her performance, and in a vacuum, sur- or in a movie surrounded by m- more likable characters. I think her performance would be perfectly fine, right? Because she would be meant to be likable. Yeah. But she is somehow more likable than the characters around her to me. And maybe that's just because it's Queen Latifah. And I like Queen Latifah. That's Oscar-nominated Queen Latifah. Yeah. Sir. Who doesn't like Queen Latifah? But Nobody. I, I, just, I mean, she's awesome. She's awesome. She is awesome. And I liked her her opening number with Mama, but I can't hum any of it. That's again problem with the music. Um, but that I just I, I don't. There's nothing. The problem with movies like this, where it just fills you with ennui and boredom, is that I don't have a lot to say. It just kind of okay. Here's one of the things from my notes. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a little attention to detail here where uh, the character that is uh, the mister, what's an opposite of a mistress? Uh, Manstress. The manstress manstress. for Renee Zellweger gets out of bed after they've had coitus and he goes into the bathroom and you can see, I liked this, you can see he has to position his body in a way where you could tell he's having to pee with an erection. I thought that was great attention to detail. You know, good for you for recognizing for point that, that, that detail. I just like that's <laughs> Wow, look at that. They've done it. <laughs> this is the kind of level I have to stoop to to find no, something. I, I, no, stoop to, sir? You deserve a medal for recognizing well, that you. level of, I, of filmmaking. He stood. Okay? okay, so he stood. I'm like, oh, he's just got to be. And then he shuffled his feet back and put his hand on the wall. It's like, I've done that. That yeah. might be too much info, but. It happened, and I'm glad it did. We re- we recall from from experiences in our past. So, um, let me let me tell you, let me let me paint a picture for you. Sir. Oh, please do something. Uh, so Renee Zellweger, yes, in 2002, she like kind of stormed onto the onto the now Hollywood her breakout scene. role was Bridget Jones Diary. Was that was that predating Jerry Maguire? Uh no, but she wasn't. She like she she got recognition for that role. But I'm 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 specifically talking about like her in the Hollywood circle being kind of the the A list best of the best. In 2002, she was nominated for an Academy Award for Bridget Jones Diary. All right, 2003, she was nominated for Academy Award for this film, Chicago. All right, 2004, she was nominated for Academy Award for Cold Mountain. Now, you fast forward 16 fucking years, and she's nominated for another Academy Award. It doesn't have anything in between 16 years from 2004 to, That's fine. to 2020. I never she's, doubted she's her nominated, she She's nominated for uh, for an Academy Award for her role in Judy, all right, where she plays uh, Judy, uh, uh, what's her face, uh, over the rainbow. Um, uh, Judy Garland. Judy Garland. And she, she wins Best Actress in 2020. So my my thought here is like what happened to Renee Zellweger? What where did she go? Do you have an answer to that question or are you just posing it? I'm I'm posing the I question so no. we can we can uh conf, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Conf, Confolate? Um con, conjugate. Con, uh No, we're not talking about conjugating. Um, cuz you know, you stand up and lean against the wall when you pee. Yep, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like she I mean she's um, clearly a very talented actress. So I'm wondering in 16 years between Cold Mountain and Judy where did she go? I don't know. She had a nose job somewhere in between there That's but. none of my business. No, it is your business because it's, you know it's Hollywood. They oh, make Well, it let your me business. say this. Okay then. Well, if we're going to go down this road Let's go down this road. Why not? You know what? Forget yeah. it. If you're Let's still listening, yep. whatever. No, that's good. The new Scream movie came out, right? And I'm a big Scream uh-huh. fan. Yep. Scream fan. So two returning actresses, Courtney Cox and... She's had a ton of... Nev through. Campbell. Nev and Campbell, now I don't know she's on the tabs. See, I don't know who's got what done, but it looks to me that Courtney Cox has had some work done. Yeah. But Nev Campbell has not. Right, and one of them has aged way better than the other. I'll let you look up the scenes yourself. <laughs> Make your own decision, right? Right, but like, you, I mean, we're talking about like so. Courtney Cox, I don't, I don't know how old she is, but she's got to be in her fifties. Um, you know, she's more she's more well known than Nev Campbell. Uh, Nev Campbell yeah, is. I mean, Nev Campbell's I mean, known Nev, for Scream. I mean, Party Nev of Five Campbell's is known for thing, Scream. But and uh, what's what's the Party what's of the Five? One? No, what's the other movie? Wild Things. Uh, Wild Things. That's that it. movie's it's hot her. garbage, man. Listen, man, you only watching that movie for one thing. All right. Yep. Kevin Bacon's that's, dong. <laughs> Listen, that's a that's a side piece. No, Kevin Bacon's dong is a side piece. In that six movie, degrees right? of separation from Kevin Bacon's six. dong. I watched Hollow Man the other day. 
Hey, that's a good fucking movie. This dong was nowhere to be found. That's a good zero out of ten. Hey, the CGI in that movie's terrible. But that's a good fucking movie. Hollow Man? It's fine. Let's fucking go. Uh, We're going to watch that Stir of Echoes movie that made you vomit some point. Oh, God. (laughs) I can't wait to pick it. You shouldn't have told me that. Anyway, right. we watched Chicago. Uh, uh, so, I think it's all right. zero. We're, oh, go, go ahead. We're going we're gonna to get to the end of this movie. Uh, so, uh, Renee Zellweger, uh, Enlist, uh, Richard Gere, who kind of falls for Renee Zellweger's character in this movie. No, I didn't get that at all. Oh, yeah, he No does. romance. No, he all no, he sees is dollar signs. No, there's no outward signs. rope. Oh, right, but, like, there's no, ro- there's no dollar signs to be seen from... Uh, What's his face paying him pennies? No, but uh, he's he's attaching himself whoever the hot new person is. So later on in the movie, when they bring in Lucy Liu, he's jumping on that train, and that's the scene where she decides to pretend she's pregnant, uh, Renee Zellweger, to get the attention of Richard Gere back on her. So I don't think there's a romantic connection. It's all, you know, he's a, he's never lost a case. He's in for the fame. And the bigger, higher profile the case, the more he'll do it. And then that'll in turn do money and blah, blah, blah. But go ahead. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, I I did pay attention, okay? No, I didn't say you didn't. I'm just saying that uh, there is a uh, a romantic question mark uh, there between, like, they never, like, physically do anything or anything like that. It's just. There is a blurred line between, hey, I'm using this person for status and do I actually care about this person, you know, emotionally. And so, uh, uh, and it shows, it manifests its, itself in different ways throughout the movie where Richard Gere represents uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones's character and then he moves from uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones' character to Renee Zellweger's character and kind of leaves Catherine Zeta-Jones in the dust. And then by the end of the movie, he's moving, like you said, to Lucy Liu's character from Renee Zellweger's and leaves Renee Zellweger in the dust. And so he is like a kind of a... Fairweather a, fan. Uh, is what we yeah, called I mean, in high school a Michael Jordan fan. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's riding the bandwagon. He, yeah, he's a front runner. Um, what? And he's a front runner. He, he attaches himself to the to the hot commodity, and then when that hot commodity is not hot anymore, he's. I know the word you're jumping. looking for. Consummate. That was the word. Consummate. We want to yes. consummate this podcast. Ugh. How how do we do that? <laughs> All right, um, let's figure this out. I'm going to put <laughs> my leg here. How flexible are you? Not at uh, all. I'm <laughs> overweight and in my 40s. <laughs> this is going to be ugly. <laughs> so by the end of the, end of the movie, uh, Renee Zugwer is like, she gets acquitted uh, on her murder charge. And she's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to go, like, be a Broadway actress and all this. And and Richard Gere's done already moved on to the next thing. And everybody's forgotten about Renee Zellweger. And she's like, wait a minute, what about me? And then she's... I hate this movie. She's she's trying out for, like, some small bit role in a off-Broadway performance. And Tay Diggs is playing the piano. And like the director of the of the the stage performance is like, ah, we're good. We don't need you. And she's like, but wait, I have more. And he's like, ah, maybe next time. And What's then she's the last like, time that we finished a month on a good movie. I don't know. I don't know. But it wasn't this month. Um, Jeff. No, I don't recommend this hot pile of garbage. Okay, so at the end of the movie, they get together. That Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones start their own show. They're big and huge, again, and they're then Richard Gere's in the audience, gerbil not to be seen, and then the credits. I, wait. Sometimes when the credits roll, you have a reaction, and mine was thank God, it's over. You know, Rob Marshall, the director of this film, 
He directed other films such as Memoirs of a Geisha. Never saw and it. And Pirates forward. of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Nope, didn't see it. Although he also recommend or he also directed your oh, unseen favorite into the woods which i have not seen oh the new mary poppins i'm so he's done a and, lot of and soon to be the little mermaid nine uh, he direct oh that's a different movie called nine that came out in 2009 right, right, what how many movies movie. called nine came out in 2009 i don't know that, ha- that had to have been, that had been on purpose well yeah but remember nine yeah it came out in 2009 didn't it yeah yeah god Anyway. We've seen some hot garbage on this podcast. <sighs> this isn't the hottest of it, but boy, it was a waste of time. And if you like the movie, hey, great! I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I, your my character. So we're talking about like, um, Tarantino, and a lot of his movies just don't have characters I care about. And so why am? And I know you like it. And I'm gonna try to start a fight. But that's why I don't enjoy a lot of his films, because I don't like anybody in it. Like, you know, Reservoir Dogs. They all are criminals and terrible people. Why Why do I care? You know, like, why do you I You didn't care? like anybody in Pulp Fiction? No, hell no. Pulp Fiction's hot. Really? It's the hottest of garbage. Oh, God. Uh, we're not doing that right now. I know. Um... It's your favorite movie. <laughs> I get it. But there's not one person in that movie you like. Yeah, Bruce Willis, who I don't care about. Okay. I felt sorry for Vin Rames. Um, okay. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? <laughs> no. You didn't feel sorry for him. You were like, no, that sorry looks great. Ray. I'm next. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't like Travolta and uh, Samuel. I mean, Samuel's performance is amazing, but the characters aren't likable. Uh, who else is in that you movie? Didn't, you didn't like Travolta's character. No, I didn't care about. No, I hate that movie. That okay. movie's garbage. All right. All right. <sighs> All right so uh, I, I do not recommend this film Good. either. Uh, yeah, this is, this gets uh, the uh, the patented uh, four thumbs down. Yeah, it gets the stick of poop. All right, now it, it, it is the last week of the month. Thank goodness. Well, I don't say that. it's largely. I think we've had three really good movies, and then like even Stage Fright was an oddity, right? You could at least be like, "Well, I've never seen that before." And then there's Chicago, and it's a big waste of time. My wife came in the room while I was watching. She, You're watching Chicago? I'm like, "Yeah, it's not good." <laughs> I don't know if she likes it or not, but I didn't. You want should have asked her her opinion. Uh, so. I mean, not that I don't care about her opinion, but. She's not much of a movie watcher, hmm. but I. Well, she it. knew you were watching Chicago, like right on site too, and <laughs> and surprisingly not during a sex scene, <laughs> which shocked me. It's draft night, baby, and I've had a tough time picking my movies, and I I, I have to apologize ahead of time to Mark. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I it's not on. Well, one of them's on purpose, but I know They're I don't I don't I don't know that these qualify. I can't find. A space movie. I'll have to do a little. You so I got to draft first, right? All right. Sure. Well, you're editing this one. Just to, oh, that's right. I, I remember. Uh, what was it called? Um, Listen. Uh, okay, if you don't I got have it. your movie ready. I do, but go ahead. Uh, I'm going first because okay. you're you're Wait. editing this. And so you're going for it? Oh, okay, yeah. I'll edit next sense. week. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I saw this movie. It's fine. This is the level I'm stooped to. I don't... Oh, Mark, I'm so sorry. How how many months do we have to go where we watch garbage films? You know what? None. How about this? <laughs> but, uh, is this let, me, let me do some research here. <laughs> I mean, at least I gave you something to start the month out with a bang. Greatest Showman, March 2022. Let's set the bar high. You're going to give me some fucking garbage that... No, I'm not. Give me... Bear with me, okay? It's like... I don't even know what you could pick, but... Aliens or some shit. 
What? It's not a shit movie, but you don't want. That's what I was looking at as a <laughs> as a backup because what I have. Okay, fine. You asked for it. So our first movie, I'm just going to not do Aliens then. I was trying to give us something nice that we could enjoy together because Aliens is amazing. <laughs> but no, we can't have nice things. So we're going to watch from 2012 a movie that ow, whew, runs an hour and a half. Oh, baby. Right. Never mind. I'm, on, I'm, I'm, on board. I'm way on board now. It stars my boy Guy Pierce. I love Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce is awesome. Uh, and he plays a character named Snow. He's locked in a space prison. And the movie's called Lockout. God. You never heard of it? Great. <laughs> no. We're watching Lockout because you got a mouth on you. <laughs> and I am not going to feel bad for my next pick. I initially, and I'm not, I can't wait to watch my next pick, but it's your turn. Jerk. <laughs> he picks a movie. This movie IMPs. deserves to be on sci-fi at like two in the morning. I listen. I a watched man wrongly I love Guy convicted of conspiracy bad, no. to commit espionage. No, just don't read anything. U- we need to start going blind into these, man. Just yes, all right. Just trust me. All right. It's a film I've Guy, seen. You, they, Guy, we could Guy be Pierce watching and Maggie Aliens, Pierce. but you're. All this right. is your fault. Listen, I'm. You know, I appreciate your willingness to give me a bunch of shit. This isn't um, well, okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. All right, you're up. Come on, come on. Hit me, hit me with what other I'm, nonsense you have. I, oh, Earth is technically in space, so we're watching, we're watching Wizard of Oz. Get out of here! You know that's a that'd be the best fucking movie we watch this month. All right? No, um, no, it won't be. My next pick will be the best one. You're gonna be so mad, and I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna have us watch the 2009 film starring Sam Rockwell. Oh, oh. Moon. Oh, I thought about picking that, but I thought we were going to do, oh, I could have done Galaxy. No, Galaxy Quest takes place on Earth. Oh, well. All right, so Moon, fine, whatever. It's, I haven't seen it, and I don't even care. All right. This, <laughs> okay. Listen, I've not seen it, but I love Sam Rockwell. He's awesome. That is why I picked this movie. Is Sam Rockwell? The same Rockwell's awesome. Did it, you ever? It see... takes place on the moon. He is the only actor. I don't in the even film. care if he if he lands on Earth. Who cares? At this point, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. I want to say something to you. All right. I'm going to start naming an actor. I'm going to name an actor, and I'm going to see how long okay. it takes for you to guess what movie this is. All right. Okay. If I say the director, you'll know right away. Okay. All right. Just keep in mind. Okay. Bill Pullman. Okay. Okay. Any guesses? I mean, Bill Pullman, uh, Independence Day. Yeah, the one that takes place on Earth. Your boy. <laughs> this is just brings me joy to make to do to you. Also yeah. starring Rick Moranis. Oh God. John Candy. Bill Pullman, John Candy. Directed oh, Spaceballs. And Are you starring about Mel Brooks? <laughs> bitch ass, bitch. Watch fucking Spaceballs. And you can kiss my ass. <sighs> Man, that feels good. That was cathartic. <laughs> you had that one in your back pocket for like five fucking months. What was I going to put it in? Fit, Musical months? that into a theme. <laughs> and finally, you get to pull it out and play it like the ace of fucking spades. Spaceballs right, is listen. amazing. And actually, it's when you started hating on the great man Rick, Rick Moranis. You asshole. You deserve every bit of this. We're watching Spaceballs. I'm not saying that I don't like Spaceballs. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. You don't like Pizza the Hut. You probably, <laughs> I can guess the code on your luggage, okay? One, two, get it together, man. Spaceballs. Listen, this is a movie directed by Mel Brooks. Mel right? Brooks is a living legend. Remember, I tried to get us out. to watch the producers last month. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go out with uh, of the with month a fizzle of, again because you're picking of April with uh, with a, a a literal bang, uh, all right, like a tick tick boom. No, it's gonna be it, you know. There's there's very little words spoken in this film. No, Mark. 
It's an animated feature directed by uh, oh, your boy, Andrew Stanton. I don't even know who that is. Are we watching Wally? <laughs> We're <laughs> watching Wally. <laughs> Wally would qualify. Wally. Yes, we're watching fucking Wally. All, all right. right, I'm good with that actually. Okay, don't I, say anything yeah, you, else. You don't keep talking. Be. We're watching Wally. Yeah. No, are it. we? Yeah, we're watching Wally. Oh, we are? That that was my fucking pick. What are you talking about? You oh, just... I thought you were joking. Oh, no. okay. I love Wally. That's a great movie. Uh... So we're going out with a fucking bang. What movie did you pick first? Oh, Moon. That's going to be the Moon. downer of the month. I can promise. It's not going to be the downer of the month. It's going to be the best fucking movie we watched all fucking no, month. No, Spaceballs will be the best movie by a mile. All right. All not right. even so, a certified classic. What, what What was the first movie you picked? Oh, Lockout. That's going to oh, be lock. good. That's good. Listen, we could have watched <laughs> Aliens. I was researching it. I was like, does at any point this take place on Earth? I know that she gets caught in... What's his name is there from Mad About You, and, and he she has to. Oh, it's a good movie. Get away from her, you bitch! It's such a, but no. It's baseball. It's, it's too easy. Spaceballs. Like I, I enjoy. I, I applaud you for making an effort with Lockout. Um, oh, you do you completely phoned it in? No, with no. Wally, why is it phoned in? Why? Phoned because it's a because classic. It's, you, I mean, you might as well pick Star Wars. No, I'm not gonna pick. You know what? Fine. No lockout. Let's watch Star Wars: A New Hope. Which one? Oh, we're watching A New Hope. Why don't we do that? No, we're watching Lockout. I'm not gonna be that nice to you. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is with popular movies. Is it because you're this film guy? I love film. Blah blah. blah. Oh. Your popular movies, whatever. Listen, space. You know where you came from. Is a is a very popular film. Know where you're going. It's uh, Rick Moranis. You know, iconic. uh, Iconic in the role. There's a character named Barf in the majority of the film. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 for it. I'm I'm all for it. I I I enjoy watching. No, you're not. These films with you. No, you don't. And recording them so we can quickly move to the next one. Uh, Spaceballs yeah, is good. Look at, okay. Both of my movies combined are like three hours. Yeah, Moon Moon is like maybe an hour and 20 minutes. No, Moon's going to be long as balls. Watch Moon. <laughs> Moon Knight, not Moon Knight. Moon is an hour and 37 minutes Okay, long. fair enough, fair enough. All right, Wally, listen. Two hours. An hour and 38 minutes. Oh, this is going to be a beautiful month. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. And meanwhile, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yeah. An hour and 36, all right. Okay, all right. exactly. Okay. Spaceballs. <laughs> I'm so excited. Watch a good movie for once. Chicago broke me a little bit. I can tell. You know, <laughs> like it's rare, it's rare we get a downtrodden Jeff on the podcast. It's, it was uh, anyway. It's, we- it's weird that Chicago did it. Yeah. Well, if you want to tell Mark why Spaceballs is good and why we should watch better movies, you can go to Twitter. You can find him at I heard you liked on Twitter. Listen, if you if you want to tell Jeff that. Space isn't big enough for balls. There's plenty of room in space for balls. <laughs> hey, head on over to at Podcast by Jeff and send me them balls. Uh, space balls. <laughs> also, be uh, yeah, be careful what you wish you for. No, I don't Jeff. want that at all. Uh, Go to Movie Draft House on Twitter. <laughs> don't forget to check out Spielberg Chronologically. That uh, That's over coming out every other Wednesday in your favorite podcast app. There's Budget Arcade weekly in your favorite podcast app. That's where Mark, myself, and Scott review games. Uh, we want to once again thank, thank the Floozies for letting us use their their music on the pod. Uh, they brought a they brought some levity in this trying month. It wasn't of that musicals. Tr- Listen, let's slow down. Great showman was amazing, wasn't it? It's it a was. Good great job, Mark. You're welcome. I can't wait to watch Lockout. Lockout? Lockdown? 
whatever the hell it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> but we're going to watch it. It's got Guy Pierce in it. I love I mean. Guy Pierce. Have you ever seen Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler? Yeah, he's the villain. And he's, he's fine. Ex- fine. He's great. He's, he's not. He's not. A, he's not as good of a villain as he is a good. Guy. Oh please! Oh god! I mean, we're talking about we're talking about Iron Man two here, okay? Iron um, Man three, Iron Man three, whatever, whatever. Oh my gosh! All right, he's better off as a as as a, a guy you root for. No, and I love rooting for Guy Pierce. No, he's. I mean, he's well, just, I'm not. I got no problem with it, but he's really good in that movie. He he carries that movie a little bit that's a that's a good adam sandler movie it's kind of under the radar nobody talks about bedtime stories you know what other uh, adam sandler nope. movie nobody talks about oh what because if you say uncut gems i won't say uncut gems um yeah okay. we talk about that pretty pretty pretty, pretty frequently yeah uh no, um, I, I just Guy Pierce is he's he's great. I, I like. Okay, him. we I, love both. Of them. Can we shut yeah. this down? Can, just yep. Uh, we'll uh, we we'll gotta go watch week. this movie. What are we calling? What we... Lockout? Lock? Lockout? Uh, out? Jeff? Oh, there Jeff's, it is. Just got a winner for us next weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be and, great. Uh, make sure you uh make sure you're giving uh everybody that you that we mentioned a, a, a like love and a support, yep. a hug and a kiss. Yep. Um. Uh, and send Jeff pictures of your balls. No, don't do that. Let, you know what? Fine. No, don't. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> Maybe just one.